welcome to the Vespasian Warner Library District podcast. Libraries are magical places. In the fiction stacks, you'll find numerous worlds to explore. An abundance of knowledge is contained in the rows of nonfiction books. Magazines and newspapers keep you up to date on the latest news, gossip, fads, fashions, and sports. The DVDs, Blu-rays, and audiobooks can transport you anywhere you want to go. You can get lost in the rhythms of any genre of music. And with the Library of Things, that magic extends to a whole new variety of items. Here, you can access the internet, send a fax, print and make copies, get something notarized, and get assistance with almost any question or task you might have. You can explore your family tree, learn or create something new in one of the many programs there, or just find a quiet corner to read or work. But our library is a little more enchanted than many people realize. The Vespasian Warner Library has fairies. Former maintenance man Dave Ward noticed the first fairy door in 2018. It's located on the children's floor next to the entrance to the museum room. The teardrop-shaped door is flanked by two little trees. The second door was discovered soon after, next to the entrance to periodicals. This little dark brown door features two potted plants and a cute little doormat. And finally, the third door was discovered in periodicals, situated on the shelf above the mystery movies. The green door has a window with a purple frame, stairs with a branch for a handrail, and two butterfly chairs at the bottom of the stairs. This is the only door with a number, 310 in Roman numerals, and there's a little bunny statue on the stairs. The fairies like to use things they find around the library to decorate their doors and their spaces. This is most noticeable outside of periodicals. The fairies there have claimed the nearby potted plant as their play space. They've hung a hammock and acquired a little table and matching chairs. The fairies like to decorate this space, usually for the holidays. They've hung shamrock lights, put up Christmas decorations, had bunnies over for Easter, and have even attracted the most adorable swarm of bees. Aside from the occasional bit of fairy dust, the doors and the decorations are the only signs you'll see of the library fairies. Notoriously shy, the fairies stay out of sight while there are patrons in the building, preferring to come out and play once everyone is gone. But this doesn't mean that the fairies don't like our patrons. They would actually love to hear from you. The fairies have their own mailbox above the fairy door next to the periodicals entrance. We encourage patrons to write them a letter and leave it in their mailbox. The fairies love to get mail and sometimes will even write back. On the children's floor, you can find many stories about all kinds of fairies. In the nonfiction section of the adult floor, you'll find several creative books about fairies, including cross-stitching and polymer clay, in the craft and hobby section. However, if you're looking to attract more fairies into your life, 
Perhaps the most useful book is Fairy Homes and Gardens by Barbara Perchia and E. Ashley Rooney. It's believed that if you build homes for fairies, they'll move in. The book contains dozens of pictures of fairy homes of all different types. There are houses for gardens and meadows, woodlands, and the water. Some houses reflect the fairy tales we grew up reading. Others illustrate the fairy community, such as an orthodontist office, a commune, a nursery, a bakery, and even a music venue. It also shows how much fairies love to decorate for the holidays, which we at the library already know, and all of the decor and furniture needed to create a comfortable fairy home. And of course, there's a whole chapter on fairy doors. Perhaps creating one yourself might just invite some fairies into your own home. In 2022, our library fairies made a technological leap. They began blogging. Morgan, Echo, and Weatherby decided it was time to introduce themselves to a wider audience. They used their blog to talk about the happenings around the library from a fairy perspective. They've talked about our summer reading, the new pollinator garden, 12 days of crafts, and even the new local history section. They've even blogged about investigating the mystery of who caused the mess outside of Morgan's fairy door on the main floor. There were several suspects, but in the end, the party responsible was correctly identified. The blog also features plenty of pictures, and though the fairies aren't in any of them, remember, they are shy. Their friends, Snickers the Gargoyle and Dozer the Dragon, are happy to mug for the camera. The fairies post entries about once a month, and you can read them on the library's blog at vwarner.org. The fairies are always happy to see our patrons, even if the patrons can't see the fairies. We hope you'll come visit them soon and maybe leave them a note. Thank you for joining us. For more information about the fairies and the Vespasian Warner Library District, please go to vwarner.org.